Man Tools is brought to you by EXO Auto Works, Colorado Springs home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. Includes up to five quarts and standard filter. Additional oil and specialty filters extra. Includes tire rotation and vehicle inspection. Also, $225 front or rear disc brakes. Includes new pads and rotors. Applies to most vehicles. Call now, 719-375-3232 or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. They have all the tools to help you with your audio and production needs. From tracking demos to full CD productions, reamping, mixing, mastering, and more. Want your VHS to DVD or your old cassettes and records to CD? They do that too. Whatever your needs, they can help. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios and let them know you found out about them through Man Tools for a special discount. Morty on the Move. Morty on the Move is a killer show that highlights the Southern Colorado music scene by bringing you a live performance and interview from a different band every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Tune in at facebook.com slash Morty's page or go there after our show to see what you've been missing. Madrid Maintenance. Besides being our partner for Give Mom a Hand, our community outreach program, Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area like sprinklers, light fixtures, electrical, plumbing, disposal and softener installs, drywall, doors, paint, flooring and tile, appliance installs, and more, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash Maintenance. Tell them Mantool sent you for a special discount. And I want to thank you all for joining us. None of us will ever forget this day. Until we've achieved our mission. None of these demands were met. Video monitors. We are stronger than ever. And we will prove it to the world. Thank you all for coming. is hey jack jack good evening hey how's it going welcome to man tools all right (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there's all kinds of innuendo there that i know yeah there's that's that's intentional just double (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right all right (laughs) no we uh uh many many years ago uh something that trevor and i you know dealt with we were when we were younger having great male role models in, in a lot of the things that we did uh as youth uh the boy scouts when it was actually boy the scouts, boy scouts. <laughs> right um, right we wrote a uh, well, i i basically wrote a small paper saying it was about man tools a self-help guide for single women raising men or boys into men and not letting them be tools okay and that's where it started and uh we just figured you know we would uh run from there help uh help guys remodel their life 
and now we're making man manly again and thank god you're here because fucking manliest man i know <laughs> so here we go <laughs> or here we something. go <laughs> yeah. uh we've been blowing this up all week uh, i'm very grateful to have you here on the show cool um we're both huge fans and we're trying not to go all like geek out on you right now but <laughs> it might happen it might all right that, that that that's fine <laughs> so you've got um the latest book let's ch chitty chat about that real quick okay trevor that was your cue man that, that was my cue well the latest of the two that i have mm -hmm. is this one uh becoming a barbarian which i've oh, okay as you, as you can see i'm about halfway through um okay and of course i think the one that you're it, it, i don't know which one sales wise is more popular but probably the one that most people talk about when they talk about you is this one the way of men right um which i read i don't know a couple years ago um yep. probably the last time that the last time he was on the show you're yeah. on the show okay many, yeah, yeah yeah many moons ago yeah, actually, there's three out right now. There's uh, there's another one after that called uh, a more complete beast. Yes, I saw that um, on your on your website yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And what's uh, it, if you could give us kind of the single paragraph? My elevator they're, they're picture kind of, of the kind book of, I wrote uh, in 2012. There's uh, <laughs> they're kind of meant at least these two are meant to be kind of in sequence. First, first you should read this yes. one, and then you should read Becoming a Barbarian. Um, yes. So give us kind of the I don't know what single paragraph. Uh, <laughs> what's this one about? Then what's this one about? At least as far as you're concerned, and what what readers should get out of them. All right. Um, well, the way of men I, I wrote because uh, someone had told me once that I didn't define masculinity very well, and uh, what I figured out was that uh, almost no one else does. Uh, very few people can actually define masculinity. They can argue about it and they say what they don't like or they say what uh, their associations are. Uh, my grandfather said this and, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood said that and they have a few associations and so forth, but they can't really define it. And so when they uh, you know, deal with these people who have been educated in the university in the university system uh, about what, uh, you know, toxic masculinity and all these things, these people have a whole framework for discussing this and, uh, regular guys in many cases can't define masculinity at all. So uh, the reason uh, I wrote The Way of Men was to kind of give them some kind of working definition. And uh, The Way of Men is basically the idea that, that we select each other as men first uh, for our fitness in, a, in an evolutionary survival band. And uh, so the tactical virtues that I talk about in The Way of Men are strength, courage, mastery, and honor. And they're the things that we needed for the most of most of the history of our species. And uh, so, you know, and then you can break out what each one of those are, but uh, that's basically the gist of the book. And it's a, it's a really amoral look at masculinity uh, because I wanted to find out what it was always and everywhere, uh, you know, because there are all kinds of books out there, but they associate it with one system of morality or one religion or, or so forth. And that can really skew your perception of things. Cause then you start talking about, and I, one of the most popular chapters in the book is uh, the difference between being a good man right. and being good at being a man. Yes. And uh, a lot of people start talking about being a good man, you know, like, you know, like a good man pays his bills on time, you know, but that has nothing to do with masculinity. You know, there's, there's a thug in prison who's probably more masculine than that guy who, 
uh, pays his bills on time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, you could be a really good guy and not be very masculine at all. Uh, and so it's a, it's a different primal uh, system that we're working with there. And uh, so that's, that's the way of men and basically what it's about. And then become a, becoming a barbarian is, uh, you know, a lot of people were talking about tribalism and joining a group. And uh, um, I, I just found that I didn't think that their mindsets were even close to the, you know, place where they could uh, even join a, a group or be in a tribe. And, uh, you know, that's that's true of, of all of us, really. I mean, you, know, you grow up in America and you're very uh, individualistic by nature. And uh, but, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I think. People are trained to speak in big we's. Like you know, we we should all get together and do this. Like, oh, you like all 300 million of us. Like, that, that, <laughs> like you, know, you know, like it's 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 a it's kind of a discussion in hyperbole you know or, they, they, or i love a lot of the we shouldn't tolerate that in this country it's like yeah yeah none, oh, none, oh, of, us we, none of us should the, tolerate the people that? who agree on things oh okay yeah. <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> just, just we, we'll know. all agree on that then because that that happens in america and uh you know it's it's kind of nonsense talk and and uh you know i think that uh that was really about like honing your group in and who are you talking about when you're talking about we and uh you know you can't especially with the internet. I mean, like someone like me, I, I've put a lot of thoughts out online and, uh, you know, I can't argue with everyone who reads my book. It's sold like a hundred thousand copies. Like, right. <laughs> like, I, like you, you don't all get to argue with me about right. it. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to choose who you want to talk to and who his opinion matters. Uh, cause otherwise you would just go crazy. And, uh, but that, you know, this kind of comment culture that we have, everybody has a really important opinion that they think that everyone should address. And it's just, the world doesn't work that way. Wow. Uh, so I Ta-da. Well, we're going to get into some new Man Tools news. First on the docket today, we're going to check out this article in the news about why getting up at 5 a.m. is the key to success. Now, you guys were both in the military, correct? Correct. Did you do more before 5 a.m. than most people do all day? Uh, yeah, most of the time. I at mean, times, yeah. yeah, at times. Yeah, it just right. depended on where you were. I mean, PT was usually, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, so you were at least up. Right. And, so. Uh, basic training just to fuck with you they yeah two three o'clock in the morning you'd be in the sawdust pit so suddenly, you know suddenly there's someone banging <laughs> down the hall right exactly get the fuck up suddenly well this article if you scroll up there trev's so i can i, I, I can't read it we'll zoom it in for you not me oh. you're the no. one who's blind okay there you go pal wow okay right up, right up his noggin yep anyway they're the Okay, you wanna, we're trying to read it. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <Scroll it down. laughs> ta da! Oh, I, I thought you were trying to see the headline. No, 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 no. So, if you check this out, it is this article contains several industry leaders and their mantra for getting up at five a.m. to take care of a either their some of them are doing their health, 
So it's an exercise routine, right. or a morning, uh, uh, some sort of morning routine. And others are saying that is the time of day where they get rid of or they take care of all their the daily minutia of you know getting their bills or their people or their docket and okay. you know lining up their whole day. Okay. Um, reading this, I mean, knowing this, I've known this for years and years. I tried it all this week, failed miserably. Join the club. Three, you know, three days this week, but of uh, the other um, five. You guys do the math on that. <laughs> Self-employed, you work all yes, the days. Yes, every day. Uh, it was. It wasn't actually that bad. I mean, it was a. Uh, it made for long, long days, like really, really long days. And by nine o'clock, you were just knackered. Well, I, you know, I got to be honest though. Like, um, I do some of my best writing and some of my best art and some of the things that I do at the wee hours of the morning, like two, three o'clock in the morning. Right. Um. But getting up at five and doing the same thing, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think I don't know. Well, I'm also not a billionaire, so I can't. Right, right, right. There yeah. might be, there might be a correlation to it. There well, might another, be. Another thing with some of these guys is uh, if they're doing business with someone on another continent. In the others, in the other this is area, true. On the other it's side, of the this world, is true. It's when they do their little phone calls and say, "How's it going?" Right, my money? right. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's five in the morning. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> My check is not in the bank. <laughs> but uh, if you guys want to read this article, the you guys check it out. There's links, all that jazz. We always leave the stuff. It's the uh, Gentleman's Journal. You can, the key to success about getting up at 5 a.m. You know, our illustrious president said that uh, he only got four hours of sleep a night, that uh, he worked, and he, he was up every morning at 4 a.m., read the news. You know, when he was just still Donald Trump, not President Trump, but sure, you know, there there may be something to this because a lot of yeah, these guys yeah. that have uh, serious money, they don't sleep a lot either, though. No, I mean President Grant only got two, three hours of sleep a night. Yeah, of legend. Yeah. Um, I look up to him because he was a raging alcoholic <laughs> and uh, a womanizer. Because you know, Andy, Andy won, so. Hey, what's up? You know, like, what's hey, up? you got any Civil War legend in you? Got it. You want some? <laughs> you want some? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yep. That's yeah. where we went with that. It it definitely went. There, there's a lot of people who will um, argue that the 5 a.m. start. Now, when I lived in California, it was a 5 a.m. start just because you had to get on the road by a certain amount of time. <laughs> you you're drive, right. Drive north. It depended on where I was staying. If I were if I were down south, it was, you know, a, an hour and a half to two hours worth of drive to get somewhere when I needed to. Oh, exactly. Or yeah. I lived if I if I stayed up north, it was like forty five minutes. Well, so when I worked with ADT, they sent me out there for two months to do service, and my first couple of days in Los Angeles because I spent a month in Los Angeles before I went to San Diego. Um, if you wanted to go anywhere and get anything done, they would give me ten service calls a day. The first day I was there, I got two done. And so I was like, I've got to figure this out. Now, keep in mind, this is before GPS. Oh, so sure. I went to the store and bought a map book of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. And I planned every route not on the highway. Right. If I couldn't get there on a surface street, I pushed it off to the next day. Right. So, I mean, it was just, it was nuts. Mm-hmm. And the, my first experience with that, sitting on there on the 101 for like, I don't know, two yeah. and a half hours. Yeah. Just to get to one person's house, I was I was done with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nutty. Um, <laughs> Tim Cook. From Apple, 
prides himself on being the first in, the last out. Now, here's that was something I was going to bring up for up reading this. I wanted to bring this up. It's one thing when you're the when you're the boss, or if you're going for or have the aptitude or the wherewithal that you're going to end up being the manager, the boss, the managing director, something like that. Yeah, be the first in, the last out. Right. If if you're the ditch digger. It's not going to help your cause. No, probably not. <laughs> Just probably not. <laughs> Place, know it. <laughs> well, I mean, you you look at a construction site. I mean, most of the construction managers are there after everybody leaves. But like the framers, the roofers, everybody gets there at six, seven o'clock in the morning. They're gone by three or four o'clock. They're done yeah. on their eight hours. They're done. They're done. they're out. And I will say that is also the paycheck guy mentality. It is. It truly is. Yep. It really is. Well, yep. and a lot of those guys, it's a more of a task-oriented. Did you finish this? Cool. I don't need you anymore. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure. <laughs> is this part of the project done that we need to get done today? Great. Well, I do that with my guys. If we get <laughs> if we get a certain amount of stuff done in a day and, yep. I, and they want to go home a little early, I'm not opposed to that because, yep. I mean, that gets them out of my hair for, you know, a little bit. I did every day this week. Except for today, I let you know my guy went got there. He usually gets there about an hour before I do. Sure, because I'm off. I'm either at another job, right, or doing bids or whatever, and I really right. like that I can trust him. Show up on time and start working on the stuff we sure. talked about the night before. Right, he's already going. He's rolling. I get there. We roll. He bails out. You know when he needs to early. I'm sure. there until dark. It just is what it is. Yeah. No, I and, and and that's the kind of the mentality that I have. So if I'm out, you know, estimating a job or giving a bid or doing something like that and I show up, usually the guys are rolling right along by the time I get there. So I just handy. drop in and yeah, it is. So handy. Drop in and help them out. And then, you know, I say, Okay, hey, it's it's five o'clock, go home. Whatever. Yep. Four o'clock, go home. So Yep. Uh, these guys are like, the Ooh, I have uh, I have eighteen hour days. I'm like, You lucky bastard. <laughs> you only have 18 hour days wow I, yeah i i had dreams about work last night really i mean so i was working 24 7 see i'm so exhausted when i go to bed i usually don't dream i just go no i was so i'm out down now. I'm, I'm done i was actually i was dreaming about joey's shower because i gotta <laughs> do that in two weeks <laughs> and the thing was like it's been on my brain it's been stressing me out really it's a, it's a he he gutted it and it's a it's a redesign and i'm looking at where the pipes are coming, I'm like, shit. They got to move. Oh, yeah. They really got to move. Oh, geez. And then, then we're he he's building it out, but then I'm like, wait, what do we do for the door? It's not going to open, bro. And we're like, shit. So I got to build this cool-ass custom. I told him, what if we do this, this, and this? We, we, we do the cement thing. We do a little curvy thing right here so it's not. Right. Then we do this glass thing that goes up. This, like, it's in my brain. And I was I actually I was having dreams about building. like, And I wake up like, wow. I. I feel like I should get paid because I felt like I've been working for the last four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, things like that will haunt you, though. Like, we, we li I've literally, I did a remodel in a, in a bathroom for a friend of mine. And uh, y I, you would just think about it constantly because you don't know. We had, we took a tub out and made a nine-foot by six-foot shower with a double-blind walk-in. So it's it's like, you know, you had these glass brick walls you had to deal with. You have all this stuff. It's all got to be straight. Things have to drain. You got a rain shower in the back and a jet shower in the front, and you still got to get to the shitter, you know. You right. Well, I'm gonna put this here and that here. I'm like, well, where, where are we gonna put your light switches? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we got to have some light in here. Hang some kerosene lamps in there. He'll be just fine. It's those It's those that I stress about that end up turning out the best, I think. Sports, sports team. All right. All right. Go, go, go local sports right. team. I like it. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's get into sports then. All right. Uh, this week in sports, we got about two thirds of the stories are injuries. Yeah. Be, and partly because we were having a doctor on. <laughs> yeah. I thought that would be fun. So uh, this first one is a guy from uh, the Hull Football Club. Uh, they're a Aussie rules football, so it's rugby. Uh, he dislocates his kneecap and then just hits it back into place and continues playing. Not a boy. So <laughs> I saw this and thought it was. Oh, there I think it went out, and he just whacks back over where it's supposed to be. Crunch. Yep, there it is. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at it. Oh, get in there. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah, back to um, work. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. That's how you do it. Back to work. <laughs> Good lord. Rubbed a little Vegemite on it. Went back to work. Holy smokes! Is that the proper way to treat that? <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it's like field dressing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to hurt less when he's done. I yeah. guarantee that. Right. He left it out. Be oh. a mess. Yeah, when I jacked Do up. I'm good. Good. No, I'm I'm fine. Thank you. Um, I, I, in high school, landed on my arm, fell back. No, we're all good. We said. Yeah. Thank you, though. Landed on it. Grabbed it. Had one of my buddies hold it. We went. Get it back in. Then went to the dock. I was like, oh, my God. Because if I didn't put it, it's like sticking out over here. Wasn't compound, but it was like doink. Nope. Yeah, pull, you know when pull, you pull. when you first have something like that happen, you've got probably I don't know three four minutes, maybe less than that. Adrenaline is so high you can't feel anything at that point. I mean, when, at one point I was dumb thing early in the morning crossing over from uh, where we were having some yard work done, and I jumped over a trench and smashed my. Of course, I was barefoot, which is stupid smashed the side of my foot into uh, the rebar bender that was Ooh. there and busted my toe. And I was like, okay, if I don't straighten that out right now, I'm going to really <laughs> pay for really that. Really hurt later. So, yeah, so you just do it right away. Mm-hmm. So, But once <coughs> that window's done, you're yep. done. Yeah. All right, another... Uh, this Ooh. made me want to cry. So Larry oh. Wheels is making... Uh, he's making <coughs> waves... Kind of recently, he uh, started out bodybuilding and then moved to powerlifting, and now is trying his hand at strongman. And he's only been really doing the strongman stuff for about a. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. 
about a year, a little bit less than that. It started back in uh, this past January. And this is him. He's training for stones for a event in England. Oh. Zookeeper says, no gross stuff, Trevor. Too late, Mama. Here it comes. No, this isn't terribly gross. I've seen it. It does make you, like... Because you see the point. Yes. Look at it. And... Try it again. There goes the bicep. Oh. Ow. That's a huge bummer. <laughs> What's he going to be down for? Six weeks? Uh, uh, a torn bicep? <coughs> yeah. I mean, for somebody that fit. And they report that uh, it says the tendon still seems to be attached. So he's not competing this weekend. I kind of assume so. <coughs> I don't know. I mean, if he's just got a partial tear, partial tears, are, from my understanding, are even worse to fix because there's not a great surgical fix for it because it is the body of the muscle is torn in two. So a fragment of it just isn't going to do its job anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of hosed. Uh. For him, that's probably not a really good thing. Yeah. I mean, he might be able to train around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the tendon's intact. So that's the... Um, muscle transitions the large segments of muscle come together into a band they transition into the tendon which is kind of the cable if you will that then goes on to tie into the bone if the cable part the tendon part is still intact the muscle that's attached to it is still going to do its job it's just not going to be nearly as strong because a big chunk of it is essentially doing its own thing now all right that looked like it hurt Let's end on a high note. Powerlifter, uh, Russell, I don't know how to pronounce it, Russell Ori, I guess, uh, deadlifted 629 pounds for seven reps. Jeez. And he, I mean, he's not in a gigantic weight class either. Oh, wow. Like, no, he's not. <clears throat> he looks maybe 275 at the most, I guess. Makes it look easy too, you know. I know what he's listening to. <laughs> it's probably in the jungle. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah, that looked like he had wow. ten in him. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Why'd you stop, man? It's it's it. This is like. Um, I mean, this isn't even competition, right? No, this is training. <laughs> Amazon Business Honors Ricardo Gurgel, owner of Veggie Root Tavern. This week, Ricardo saved big and used Amazon Business to help his team buy commercial deep fryers at a quantity discount. 
Because even veggies can be fried. I'm going to need two orders of fried fiddleheads. With business buying easier than before, Ricardo now uses his extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Mmm, fiddleheads. Yum.